In Psalm 46, verse 10, we hear these words from God. He says, Be still and know that I am God. In my opinion, so much of the violence and the confusion of our time is due to a lack of silence. The great French philosopher of the 17th century, Blaise Pascal, once said that all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. What a profound statement that all of our problems is the result of a lack of silence, of our lack of ability to spend time alone in solitude and in silence. We seem to have replaced the silence that God has put into nature itself. Silence that God seems to have placed into the very fabric of life. We have replace that with a constant stream of activity, of noise, and of images. And now, due to technology, there seems to be an endless amount of things that we have to do, or that we have to consume, or that we have to experience if we want to live a fulfilling life life. Is God against technology or progress? Well, of course not. But what God is against is us spending our entire lives drowning in a sea of noise, in a sea of busyness. These words in the psalm be still and know that I am God. They can strike us modern people as almost like a foreign language. What does it mean to be? If you think about it, we are always doing. We are always planning or organizing, fixing, rearranging our lives or the lives of others. And if we're not doing those things, then we seem to spend the majority of our time living in the past, living out of our regrets or out of our failures or our disappointments, or living in the future with our fears and our anxieties and our insecurities. To be, then, seems to be fully present to life as it really is. Hence, to be present to God who is in the present moment. To God who simply is. Remember in the book of Exodus, when Moses has this profound experience of God at the burning bush, 
And Moses asked God, you know, what should I tell the nations that who you are? What is your name that I can tell others? And God responds to Moses with these very mysterious words. He says, I am who am. And the catechism commenting on that verse says that God who reveals his name as I am reveals himself as the God who is always there, present to his people in order to save them. Hence, God is always present to us now, in the present moment. And the reason that seems so strange to us is because we are often absent from the present moment. We don't know what it is like to be because of our constant doing and activity. And God calls us to be, to be fully present to the present moment where God is. If so much then of the confusion and the violence of our world is due to a lack of silence, then it seems that these words of the psalmist, to be still and know that I am God, are words that have a universal significance for us as individuals and as a culture. And so the question is, though, how do we do this? Being still doesn't come natural to most of us. In fact, the first thing that we'll probably realize if we try to be still is that we are anything but still, that our minds are filled and running around with all different kinds of thoughts and emotions and fears. There is a book from the 14th century called The Cloud of Unknowing. In fact, I think the official title of that book is called A Book on Contemplation Called The Cloud of Unknowing. And it is known in Christian spirituality as a, as a classic book on contemplative prayer, on mystical union with God. And in this book, which is written by an anonymous author, we don't know who exactly wrote this book, but in this book, the author tells us that God cannot be embraced by thought or by knowledge. Of course, it is very important and necessary for us to read, to study theology, to do spiritual reading, to meditate on the scriptures, all of which is very important. But the author reminds us that all of the knowledge that we receive from that reading and that studying is limited. In a sense, it gets us to the edge of a cliff, but it cannot take us to the other side. But what can take us to the other side, this author says, is love that God cannot be embraced fully by thought or by knowledge, but by love, 
It is through love that we cross over from that edge to the other side. And this author of this, of this book also says that between us and God, there is what he refers to as a cloud of unknowing, meaning that there is this veil that separates us from having a direct experience of God because no one in this life can see God as he is. And so this author tells us that in this work, which he describes as this contemplative work, fostering or disposing ourselves for the gift of contemplative prayer, he says what we need to do is create a cloud of forgetting beneath us. Or in other words, lay aside all of our thoughts, all of our ideas about ourselves, even about God. And he calls us to have what he describes as a naked intent toward God, the desire for him alone. So how do we do that? Well, the author suggests that we gather all of our desire into one simple word. And the word that he recommends is the word God. We could certainly use the holy name, Jesus, or Abba, or Father. And the whole point is that this word sums up all of our desire. And that we use this word to pierce this cloud of unknowing above us and to quiet all of the many distractions that we encounter. And during this time, this contemplative work, which the author describes, whether we give ourselves to this kind of prayer for, for five minutes or for 30 minutes or whatever is possible for us, we simply rest in the presence of God, in the present moment where God really is. And we use this word when when we're overcome by distractions and are as a way to pierce this cloud of unknowing. It is, in a sense, a word of love that we are reaching out from the very depths of our being to this God whom we cannot know fully with our minds, but who we can embrace with love. Of course, like prayer, this way of praying is, is not a, it's not a trick. It's not a technique. It's not even a, a relaxation exercise or, or anything like that. It's no way is it, are we trying to manipulate God or bring God down to our level? But it is simply a way for us to slow down, to learn to be still and become present to God who simply is. This word of the psalm, be still and know that I am God, is an invitation from God to lay aside everything we think we might know about him and about ourselves and to pierce this cloud of unknowing with a word of love that gathers all of our desire into one word, whether it is God, whether it is Jesus, whether it is the word Abba or Father, we use this word to pierce this cloud and so enter in to this stillness and know 
that he, and he alone, is God.